Welcome to the TuckCast with a splash of bourbon presented by Tuckasegee Fly Shop and Guide Service. Located at 3 Depot Street, Bryson City and 530 West Main Street, Silva, North Carolina. Tuckasegee Fly Shop and Guide Service is your number one stop prior and after your epic fly fishing adventure in Western North Carolina. Tuckasegee Fly Shop and Guide Service proudly carries industry leading brands such as Sims, Orvis, Corkers, Sage, Rio, Scientific Anglers, Hatch, Nautilus, Lampson, Fish Pond, Scott Fly Rods, Echo, Umqua, Hairline, Nature's Spirit, Peak, Norvice, plus a large selection of flies and streamers. Check out www.tuckflyshop.com for streamflow information, book a guided trip, or even shop for your favorite Tuckasegee Fly Shop gear. Follow the crew on Facebook at Tuckasegee Fly Shop, Instagram at Tuck Fly Shop, and on YouTube at Tuckasegee Fly Shop. Here in our Silver Studios today, we have Coach Del Diesel Collins, Bobby the Bearded Wonder Bennett, and I'm your host, Shannon Big Mess Messer. Let's jump in to today's episode. All right, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the TuckCast with Man, a splash of bourbon. Can I just get a five-piece for every brand you just listed? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we informative, brother. And thanks to Charmin. <laughs> <laughs> you missed one. Hey, there's some days that we wished we had some Charmin with us, right? That's it, man. Absolutely. So, bag. yeah. So, everybody, uh, thanks for hopping on here and listening to us on your favorite podcatcher platform or or if you're watching on youtube be sure to hit that like button and subscribe really appreciate that if you're driving in your car when you get to a stopping safe destination be sure to kind of pull this up on uh, youtube right there and and watch this we've got a got a good uh treat here for you today we have two gentlemen from the state of georgia join us good buddy fly fishing we have john and steve joining us today and we're going to have some photos and stuff that you'll be able to see of some of their adventures and we'll learn about good buddy fly fishing and uh i think uh they're waving or maybe bobby is i don't know I was I waving at them. bobby is waving at them so there we go got to welcome that uh dale back to the studio today good to have dale back yeah mm-hmm. man back yeah. from back from the depths of covid nice Perfect. Uh, be sure to hang in there. We'll have a guide tip of the week. We'll also have a, a fishing report there for you as well. And um, anything else we'll add in there to that, guys? Man, I, I just love your intro. Do you? Do you? Because this was a, this was a different one than the last time I was here. But I know I watched the ZZ Top documentary over my 24 days at home with COVID quarantine. And they actually, like, when they figured out their voice, like, Miles Beer, wow, in that Texas. Like, that dude would, like, prep his voice yeah. before he could, like, go out on stage or the recording studio. Man, do you, like, prep your voice for that that depth you bring? Um, I don't think so. Man, it just sounds like you're trying to get so deep. Well, you want to speak very clearly. Yeah, but it's like, man. There it's is like, a... Like, you're totally different right now. It's awesome. Sure. I think it's great. Sure. There you go. I'm, I'm impressed. Man. Well, it's that probably going back to doing some of the, uh, you know, the play-by-play or color commentary on some of the athletic you know, high school football and some college stuff as well. So yeah, that plays a role in that. There you go, man. Just happens. Were you the guy on the sideline getting knocked over when they? No, <laughs> the play that wasn't me. <laughs> I was in the press box when App Alachian State lost, lost to the Western Carolina Catamounts. Okay, and they tore down the goalpost when Brad Hoover. Yeah, Brett I was Chappell. 96. Yep, yeah, I was. Yep, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was up in the press box. Yeah, yeah. So there we that go. Big stuff. There we go. All right. So John and Steve, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having hey. us. Yeah, they're still Glad there. to be here. Yeah, <laughs> we are still here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So um, Georgia Drifter, believe it or not, was the one who turned me on to you guys a while back. And uh, if you listen to the podcast, you'll kind of understand who georgia drifter is and uh he found a video of you guys up here doing some stuff on the tuckasegee river of all places and um <laughs> so i said let me go take a look he sent me a link 
And lo and behold, it finds you guys out there doing some fishing and stuff. I've been following your videos ever since. But, uh, you know, kind of tell us, you know, what Good Buddy Fly Fishing is and how it started. Yeah, we, uh, we, we I mean, we've been friends since college. We met, what, sophomore year of college? Uh, freshman year. My, your sophomore, my freshman year, probably. That's right. That's right. I'm older, wiser. Yeah, you are. Um, and, uh, and so we, we've been friends since then. We work together. Um, John has always loved fishing. I only got into it in the last, I don't know, 10 years-ish, maybe less than that. And, uh, so, you know, we started fishing together. Um, and once I started another YouTube channel, uh, totally unrelated to fishing, we started kicking around the idea like, man, you know, I I wonder if we could do this with fly fishing. And, you know, we seen that we loved fishing. We would often seek out fishing videos on YouTube. And what we found is that, there was like basically two categories. Uh, there was, you know, the 30 minute video that just, you know, had a guy with a GoPro strapped to his chest and that was fine. I mean, this is, this is good. You know, you watch a guy catch a fish. That's nice. But then the other kind of video was, um, you know, really nice, very well produced. And, uh, this, you know, whoever it was, was just catching tanks like one after another, like so good. Um, and, you know, we're not great fishermen. We're, we, we always we talk about all the time. We're just mediocre fishermen. Um, so we just realized, you know, the kind of videos that we want to watch, either we haven't found or they don't exist. And so what we wanted to do is just we wanted to tell stories. Um, and because we didn't have we we didn't want to just strap a gopro to our chest nor did we want to um nor could we go out and just catch (laughs) giant tanks in beautiful locations uh so we're like well we're good friends we want to bring some people along with that with us as we go fishing that's awesome and you know and, and now that now that um john reminded me of this before um john what was the thing uh the sort of the turning point of how we were making our videos well, our first video um, we we put together, we had a trip. We had a friend of a friend who had some property on um, what's the name of that river? The the oh, it's I can't remember the name of the river, but oh, the, whatever. Uh, Y'all know uh, the name, Clark's Creek. No, go on. <laughs> no, it, it, it's very private. You're not you're not going to be able to just go to this section of the river and fish it. Um, but it's it's in uh, near Dahlonega, Georgia, and so friend of a friend said, "Hey, I can probably." you know, hook you up with this guy and, um, it's his family's property. We can get you on there and you guys can go fish and film your video. So we were like, all right, let's do it. You know, and got, got a drone. We put a drone up in the air. We thought we were just like the bomb, you know, we thought we were making (laughs) the best thing and we got out there and just typical Steve wasn't catching fish. Um, (laughs) I mean, he's not wrong. (laughs) I wasn't wrong. I'm not wrong at all. Um, but you know, me and uh, there's another guy with us too, another friend of ours. And like him and I were catching fish and Steve had no interest in making this video. I mean, it was, well, no, yeah, that's we, not true. I wanted to make the video, but I wanted to be catching fish. <laughs> and I, was right. just, I was pissed that, that my friends were catching fish and I wasn't and giant fish at that. Yeah. And I mean, this, this is a kind of a pay to pay to play kind of place, you know, you got big fish there and, um, but we had put we had put together this intro. We'd done everything, like started recording at four o'clock in the morning, you know, while we were packing the car and drove up there. I mean, it was like it was going to be the best fishing trip of our lives, you know. And uh, <laughs> you know, they always they always are. And uh, Steve just was not catching fish, and I could not get him to pick up a camera. I couldn't get him to help me out. And I'm trying to make a video. I'm I'm getting GoPro shots of you know fish I'm catching. There's like no dialogue. It was the, it was like. It was a bad video. I mean, it's, it's still on our YouTube channel. You're welcome to go watch it, but, um, but it really wasn't what we wanted to make. And, uh, so we, we were semi proud of it. And, um, I sent it, I showed it to a friend of mine. We were sitting down at a restaurant, um, and he has had some uh, production experience and things like that. And he's like, I was telling him like, we just couldn't get it. Steve wasn't catching fish. He wasn't into it, you know, and I was catching fish. Uh, the other guy was catching fish and I, we just couldn't get off the ground. Like he's like, you need a story and 
that's your story. You were catching fish. Steve wasn't. He was upset. So tell that story. So that's kind of where where it took off. We we're like, that's what we got to do. We got to tell tell our fly fishing story. You know, every and, and every that's basically and that's basically the story of every good buddy video is John's <laughs> catching fish and Steve is not. So we've learned to tell that story very well. The tides are turning, Steve. You've done well lately, man. You've done well. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's all of us, man. We all go through those those cycles where it's like, man, everybody fishes better than me. I'm, I'm the worst one. Yeah, on everybody the river, fishes so. better than us, so yeah. we're good. <laughs> we we could when you're making YouTube videos, you have the benefit of like putting your best cast of the 500 tangles and trees you caught. You don't you don't have to. We, we, we catch trees and we show it, but, um, you know, we have, we are very much, uh, your mediocre fly, fly fishermen. We love the fly fish. We love hanging out. We love doing it, but we are by no means professionals. So, yeah, I think that's a good place to be though. I mean, that's, that's what it's about. Just going out there and having your own fun and, and, and making it your experience and not trying to make it somebody else's or something that's not. So I think, um, you know, today's age, authenticity is, is out the door. So I think yeah. that's, that's where, um, I think you guys are, are really flourishing is because it, it, it's, it's real. It's, it's not, you know, the guy, the diver in the, the lake making sure that, uh, there's fish on the line or something, you know, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. now, do y'all do that? You got one of the underwater that. hooking fish? Yeah, I've tried to get Steve, <laughs> Steve to throw on the wetsuit and go film it from underneath, but. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to bend the rod, all you got to do is hook into a rock and then get the cameras rolling and then just fight that rock like your life depends on it. It looks great. That's it. Break it off and be like, man, that was a 28-inch brown. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) You you ever get like like you start feeling bad that you're just just wearing it out and your buddy isn't? Like, no. No. That's the best part of it. I mean, we were a couple weeks ago, but pre-COVID, um, I was fishing with a friend up in Maryland, and I, I didn't get COVID from the trip, just for anybody thinking that, oh, I got it because I was traveling. Um, we we were fishing in Antietam Creek, and we finally find fish, and he was on a, a spay rod, and I'd already given up the spay rod and went and got the nine-foot-five weight with a bobber, and I'm I'm just whacking fish. It's like number seven. I'm like, got another one, and I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Like, <laughs> like I feel kind of bad, you know? But then he started getting into them, and it right. was great. Yeah. So absolutely, absolutely. So, how much time do you guys plan uh, uh, plan on uh, you know spend planning these trips? I'll get it out here in a second. So, you know, kind of <laughs> go into that. You know, are these like spontaneous type trips? Are you planning these things weeks or months in advance? Or lead us down that path, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it depends on the video. Like some of them, we we do plan well in advance. Like when we're going on a fishing trip, um, like we recently went to Cherokee, North Carolina. Um, so we, we had that planned out well in advance. And some of these trips, some of these videos that we're making, it's like we're walking from our car to the river. <laughs> we're like, Dude, what, what are we? What are we about to do here? <laughs> so. So, yeah, it just depends on the video. But, uh, yeah, there's varying degrees of spontaneity versus planning. Yeah, usually we're just – I'm just hoping Steve falls in because that always always helps the uh, the content move along, you know? Yeah, well, that usually usually happens, so you must be a happy man. <laughs> yeah, hey, always. Which one of you got the did the waiter review or was going to do a waiter review? You started wearing them and you said, hey, I'm going to see how they are for a few months and – um, yeah, that was Steve. That was me. Yeah. How how's the yeah. how how do you like the waiters? Uh, you know what? I, I do love them. Um, and Good. I haven't told John this yet. This is this is the uh, the first time y'all y'all get to be in on some breaking news here. <laughs> but if you have watched our videos, you know I have real trouble keeping my uh, waiting belt uh, attached to me, Did you and I have lost I have lost my waiting belt <laughs> again. <laughs> oh man! Um, so you know, even though the new Sims ones had the belt loop, I I, I cannot understand where I lost it, and yet <laughs> I went to put them on this weekend, and they are gone, or that belt is gone. So you know, <laughs> uh, bummer. Part Absolutely. of it. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> first, waiting yeah, belt retention. First. I never knew that was something we need to study in the industry. Oh man, this guy, this guy cannot hang on to a belt for nothing. <laughs> he, he prefers he prefers the sack of potatoes look as much as he can get it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, when you've got body definition like I have, it's <laughs> it just fills it out and it just it's fine anyway. That's perfect. That's yeah. me too, man. That's how I am. You know, fill that thing mm-hmm. out. So. Accentuate the dad bod, you That's know. It. <laughs> so I, I didn't really have this on the list, but uh, you've done um, you know a couple uh, different types of videos up here in North Carolina. What is it that draws yeah. you back up to this area? to pursue the fishing and then also recording the videos. Yeah. I mean, we've been, we've been be up to about be honest about the Raven Fork, Steve. <laughs> well, no, I mean, what, what draws us up there? I mean, it's, I mean, we, we love, we love North Carolina. Um, and frankly, um, every time we've been there, which I think was it four times we've been on trips up there or I've been there four times. Yeah, you've been, been there three. three. Right. Um, and every time we go, we have a great trip. Uh, the Raven Fork has been a little disappointing the last couple of years, and I hope that's not just us. Um, but you know, we love the tuck. Um, we love some of the, the, the Oakland Nufty and, um, I, I said that wrong. Oakland Lefty. A kind of Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank all, you. All the yeah, battles run together. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. Um, and we just, I don't know, man. We always have a great time uh, when we're there. So um, it's beautiful, um, lovely people, um, we're and, there and the lots of fish. Too, yeah. yeah, we're there yeah. in the fall. It's about, you know, it's pretty time. And, you know, a lot of it is just us hanging out with, buddy, you know, our friends and um, almost a, our good buddies, which would be kind of like, like kind of a doofus thing to say. But Right, you have yeah, to pay for that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but we just hang out you know we cook out and um just stay intense or we still we stayed in a little cabin uh this past trip and uh it's just fun you know we do, we didn't tear it up on the raven fork we did did pretty good on the tuck um i think it's hard not to find fish right at the start of the delayed harvest up there but um i mean it was it's just fun you know we have we have a good time it's much more more about time together time away um i mean it ends up being more about time together and time away than it is about catching fish i think um but no i don't i would not agree with that (laughs) well we've had our share of of rough rough tide rough rough rivers and rough stretches up there but um we we always have a great time we love that that area so um how much footage do y'all get to make one of your films like how, how like does it take an hour's worth to get you five minutes like have y'all yeah. kind of looked at that yeah, yeah it's usually yeah usually hold the camera yeah <laughs> that's right uh yeah usually when i bring it all into the editing software i'm dealing with about an hour to an hour and a half with worth of footage um and that'll usually give us somewhere between seven and 11 minutes or something like that in the finished product yeah and part of it and part of of it's just because of the nature of the videos that we're doing it's like you want to be rolling when the the fish hits you know and so you've got these long stretches of footage where there's nothing and you know hopefully you get it when the the rod gets bent yeah most of the time we don't and we don't (laughs) (laughs) what uh what editing software are you using for this we're using uh, Premiere Pro, Adobe Premiere Pro, and then now and then when we need some motion graphics in there, we'll use Adobe After Effects. That's above my head. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So obviously you've you've brought that in. How long does it take you to come to like a finished product? It takes me no um, time. That's right. John just sits on his focus <laughs> and waits for me to do it. You're, um, hey, you're the talent. That's what it is. You're just the talent. You don't get that's the edit. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand that because I I do all the editing work. I'm also like you know the pretty face and yeah. like I and John. What is John even doing? Um, he's catching the no, fish. It usually takes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. He's he's the draw. It usually takes about um, ten to twelve hours to complete one of them. Man, that's some work. It's a lot of work. That's that's it a, is lot a lot of work. work. Absolutely. How many uh, followers do you have on your YouTube channel now, John? Um, I think we're right around forty eight hundred, maybe. Yeah, closing in on five thousand. That's awesome. Yeah. 
I mean, depending on how you look at it, we're, we're really closing in on 100,000 because you, know, <laughs> you right. can't get to 100,000 without right. getting through 5,000. Right. I like that. I like optimism. that. That's it. That's perfect. Yeah. That it's is, it's more, like, more like 40. 4,500, I guess. I just checked. So. That's perfect, man. <laughs> so you, you can't ask a fisherman how big yeah. the fish is because yes, you will get lied to. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, man, what, what is your, uh, what's your what's your guys' favorite species to chase on the fly? I mean, trout all day, you know. I mean, I know, yeah. no, there's no no question about it for me, but. Yeah, no. I, I learned fly, I, I did not fish before I was, I learned fly fishing and I learned with trout. Uh, I can't catch a bass to save my life. And I'm lucky if I can catch a brim. Um, but man, I love, I love a trout. God help me. They're gorgeous creatures. Man, we, we might have to fix that this summer. Go, go okay, catch what you got? Go catch some brim yes. and some bass. I mean, brim are like yeah. the so, biggest overachieving fish there is, man. Oh man. I, I was actually out, um, Two day, uh, this past weekend, like it was 60 degrees. I went out across the street, uh, took a paddleboard out on the, the lake, and man, no, no, it's <laughs> it's my neighborhood pond. I can see it from my my front door. It's fine, and um, but it was unbelievable. Like they were hitting like bluegill. I got bluegill. I got bass in top water. It was unbelievable. Um, I was like, what is happening? And today it's it's 27 degrees right now. So yeah, yes, exactly. the, the top water bite. I would I would love to go. I, I hear you guys have some smallmouth bass up there, um, which I've never caught a smallmouth bass in my life, and I would love to catch one. And I, I hear you guys have them on the tuck, but we'll we'll do it this won't. summer, man. We'll set it up. We'll make it happen. It's, right. uh, it's that's something that you know we we. I mean the the creeks are fun in the summer, but I, I really enjoy chasing bass in the, the warmer months. Probably you know really late April is when it definitely yeah. starts. I mean, so even sooner. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Everybody yeah, sounds like a good video. Everybody's into yeah. uh, everybody's into trout on the delayed harvest, but the the smallmouth scene is already, man, it's there. So uh, it's just yeah. nobody's nobody's looking for it. It okay, is fun. We're in. Yeah, you just fish late till till dark. Dale Dale pounds a couple white claws. Oh yeah, get some elect- <laughs> little extra energy to get down the river. That's right. That's pretty sweet. Those, those sims, uh-huh. those sims front pockets, they will hold a white claw. Perfectly, perfect. <laughs> just oh, just right awesome. down in there. It's just just wide okay. enough. So make sure you wear Skinny that. pockets. Huh? That's that's yeah. it, man. Uh, yeah, John. How do your waiters do with your wine coolers? <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Bartles and James guy? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh <laughs> gosh, Lord, help us. It's, it's, it's hard to it's hard to find John when he's not out there sipping on a wine cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my! Oh good heavens! How did the uh, kind of the competition start between you guys? I, I've seen a couple of videos here lately with uh, kind of the fishing competition. Uh, how, how did that thing kind of start? I mean, I mean, we're, that's just us, yeah. you know, like what, what you're seeing matter. in our video. Yeah. What you're seeing in our videos is just, you know, our personalities, um, put into video form. Um, we're always competing with each other. We're always ragging on each other, uh, always insulting yeah. each other. And yet how many, we love how each many other. Times, how many times have we put a solo cup on a chair in the front yard and to see who can knock it off with, you know, with a fly or yep. it's just, Oh, it's always, there's always a competition. I mean, we, we, Steve and I worked together at a fire extinguisher place, which is a job yes. that nobody knows, nobody knows exists. Like oh, people actually work on fire extinguishers, but yeah, we do. they uh, refill them and everything. Absolutely. We had ours inspected right. today. Yeah. Did you? That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but we, we, when we were in college, we worked, um, uh, working for a, a friend of mine's dad's company, I guess, and got Steve a job there and, yeah, we everything. I, I, I had to interview. I got my own job there. Thanks, John. That's right. I, mean, I, I, I basically I had to pay them to get you a job there. So. I, took, I took a pay cut so you could get a job. So, oh, so uh, magnanimous. But I mean, just everything is. It's always always pushing each other to do something crazy or do something. You know, we had we had we had a great time working together, um, and and that's that's really kind of where our, our friendship and. All that took off was just through competition, through just just being you know just being around each other and trying to just develop each other, I guess. I, I don't know, in, in in different ways through 
school. We had English class. I was actually English class was our first first video experience. That's <laughs> right. I forgot. Yeah, we made a video in English class together. Yeah. Oh, we need to find that. Yeah, the technology was way different back then, twenty years ago. But um, it was yeah, it was magnificent. I, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. Filmed, filmed in a Kmart. Yep. <laughs> Kmart. Do those even exist anymore? <laughs> Man, that right there is going to be valuable one day. When things are gone, Kmart. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the historical record. <laughs> that Kmart. There was, one time there was this store. It had a blue light. Yeah, blue light special. The blue light special. That's, well, that's right. right. They all used to have a like a cafeteria where you could get some, uh, yeah, some uh, some bug juice and some fries and stuff, man. Yeah, John and yes. Debbie, man. I know. John used to, they so they yeah. wanted my father in law. It's a little Kmart side story here. Sorry, guys. They wanted John. It's good to move to Puerto Rico to open the Kmart in Puerto Rico in San Juan. And he was like, Nah, I like Greensboro, and I'm, I'm he's telling me the story. And I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna get paid to go open the Kmart in San Juan. Or I want to sit here and grind in this one in Greensboro. I don't know, but I'm glad he stayed in Greensboro because that set everything sure. up. There you go, man. Absolutely. Hey, what's uh, what's been your favorite destination, guys, on these adventures? Oh man, that's uh, that's a great question. Um, both of us have been separately to lots of great places, but. Um, I would say together, uh, our favorite destination is John's old family cabin. They don't have any more, but we, we went up there more than any other place and loved it. Right. Yep. Just get just a, you know, you get a river that, you know, I mean, we can't call it a river, I guess. Um, but it was little Creek. Um, and we had done some managing there too, but, um, it was, you know, you just know it, you know, where every rock is and, where every fish, fish is going to hold. And man, we just always had a good time there. And we just, gosh, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to the cabin this Friday or this Saturday. And, you know, I would, wouldn't sleep for a week just in anticipation of it. I love, love going up there. Yeah. So for us, it wasn't as much the, uh, it was, it was the familiarity of the place that made it so great. Yeah. And we've, we've filmed plenty of videos there too, as well. So one of our best videos got, we lost it, but it was it was filmed there. I wish I wish we still had that, Steve. How how what happened? <laughs> I mean, who, who can remember how these things happen? But um, <laughs> that that uh, card may have gotten formatted by someone who I I don't know who who does the editing. I can't remember. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> wow, wow. So on all these things that you've done now, you guys have gone out. You've got a lot of video footage. You, you've had some funny. Backstories happen, I'm sure, along the way. You've lost things, um, but through this, though, who has the bragging rights on the on the best fish? Mm. I mean, it's got to be John. I mean, I, I I can't remember one, but you know, it's got to be John. He's he, here's the thing about John. He is patient. He is so much more patient than me. He's so much more persistent. Like if I don't if I don't catch a fish in a run after about three casts, I'm like, yeah, this thing is empty and I'm gone. Um, I, I'm always moving. But John, man, he will stick and he will change flies, and I will never change a fly. Uh, I mean, that's one of my fatal flaws. But um, he will change flies. He will keep fishing it, and so he he is rewarded for that patience, uh, whereas I am not. So. Yeah, John has definitely caught some of the most magnificent ones, primarily because of that. Right, but you know, like one one of my my greatest fish I've caught. You know, I've I've I fished had several opportunities to fish at you know pay pay to play kind of places. You know, where you um, you know you have to have to go with a guide. They've got well fed fish, and I've caught a lot of big fish at places like that. And I Steve Steve has had the opportunity to catch some big fish too, and um yeah there's one right there that was a big fish um but like one of my biggest and best fish on the chattahoochee was i mean it was i mean how many how many times have i fished on the chattahoochee i would i would say i've probably cast a hundred thousand times on the chattahoochee over i mean i've thrown thrown so many flies in that river and i was actually messing around with this um and it's probably oh, that's a great shot there. Look at that guy. Um, um, so so, so rugged. <laughs> yeah, um, but I had 
I was kind of seeing how far I could throw a two weight fly rod that I had. I was like, how, how far can I cast this? And I cast out in a place I'd, I usually never fish, never, I just pass it up, but it's kind of slow, still water. And I hooked into like a 20 inch brown trout and I was like, man, that is, that's a fish of a hundred thousand casts for me. And it was, it was just kind of made me feel great for a long time. You know, I was really, really proud of it. Um, it may, may pop up here in some of these pictures, but, um, man, I love like, I love fishing. I love fishing anywhere I can catch. I mean, I'll fish a puddle with, you know, two inch bluegill for, you know, forever. I could spend a whole day just doing that kind of thing. And, but man, the Chattahoochee, that, that's home for us. You know, I mean, we, we love it. And yeah, that's the difference between me and John is that my cup for fishing can be filled. I mean, it takes a while, but it can be filled. John has a deep gaping hole that will never be satisfied <laughs> Just don't by tell any my, amount of fishing. Don't, don't tell my wife. I like to convince her that, that it will be filled at one at some moment. It's going to be done. I'm, I'm going to not want to go tomorrow. But, so, so is John yeah, the, right. hey, one more cast guy? Oh, oh. gosh. That's what Dale <laughs> yes, is. Yeah. Dale is one more cast. <laughs> Yep. Just a couple I mean, more cash. At least 45 minutes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, anytime we go on our North Carolina trips, you know, we'll fish <laughs> from light. We'll, we'll fish from light to dark. And, uh, you know, right about, I mean, I'm starting to feel satisfied around four o'clock, five o'clock. And so I'm just sort of slowing oh, man, down. Oh, man, it's going to off then. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, I'll fish, I'll fish for another hour or so. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, let's, let's just chill. And I mean, and then John, I mean, you won't even be able to see him out there anymore. He's still fishing. It's dark, and that happens every single time. Yeah, just not on the Chattahoochee because it's against the law. I think I don't think you're allowed to fish after dark. But um, is it is it true it gets yeah. hotter than a hoochie coochie? <laughs> I, if you've ever if you've ever been on the see here's some guy named Alan said guys, that one time. Yeah, yeah, good old way down yonder over here in the Chattahoochee. Um, but. Like one great thing about some tailwaters, and and this is probably probably true on the tuck. We've never been there in the summer, so I have no idea. But the Chattahoochee stays pretty cold from Buford Dam, um, you know, down to really. I mean, you can go all the way to Morgan Falls, and it's going to be cooler. So, <clears throat> um, which we don't go we don't go down that far. Uh, but real, where we fish, I mean, it stays in that you know fifty to sixty eight degree range. 365 days a year. I mean, it's, it's like perfectly cold, good trout water. Um, I mean, there's a couple times further downstream you get from the dam. I mean, sometimes it gets kind of dangerously close to that 70 degree mark or, you know, you don't need where you don't want to, uh, fish, you know, you just go further upstream and find a spot for the North. But, um, but man, I, yeah, I mean, it does get hot, but when you've got a river that's running it, you know, 60 degrees in the middle of June, it's, it's pretty fantastic, yeah. you know, to get it. That's awesome. it's, it's definitely not as, not as hot as a hoochie coochie on that part. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's when it gets down closer to Alabama, it gets that hot. Tune into the next episode oh, yeah, right. as we that's define right. what a hoochie coochie actually is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got, you got to believe I mean, that one. You guys. Yeah. You guys are the professionals. So I <laughs> that's in your domain. <laughs> you know, as soon as Dale said that, the light dimmed. <laughs> <laughs> Our light above us. <laughs> Our light dim. Oh, we're being punished, Dale. We're Dale. What uh, what piece of advice would you pass along to anyone getting into the sport of fly fishing? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, honestly, um, it's it, – that as you guys know, I mean, after many, many years of fishing, you know, you accumulate all this stuff, you accumulate all this gear, you accumulate all these skills – um, and you know, the, the first time you throw a line out there, it's, um, it's very non-intuitive and very, di- it seems very difficult, but, um, if anybody was going to get started, what I would tell them is you, you, you don't need all the stuff. You don't need all the accoutrements. We're, we're all gear hogs. And so we accumulated over time, but, you know, we just made a video where we had a uh, $30 fly rod from Walmart and the flies that came with it and yeah. to see if we could catch anything with it. And we did. Well, not we, I did. I, um, I gave up and went to what I knew pretty quick. Yeah. John was a chump and took up his old stuff. But anyway, 
I mean, if if someone sounds like the story of my college you, career. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, should I get into it? And, and what would I do? It's like, yeah, just get the cheapest stuff you can. I mean, if if he, if money's an issue, um, go and and probably the best advice would be go talk to the guys at tuck a CG fly shop or whatever fly shop is around you. Like that's exactly what John did when we were heading up to um, North Carolina this year. Uh, he called you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something that I would never have known is to call the fly shop. Um, I would, and even to this day, I don't know why, but I still feel bad calling, but nobody's ever made me feel bad, but it's like, they will tell you exactly what you need to know, where to go, what to use. Um, and like, I've never met, a cranky fly shop worker. Uh, everybody's always been so helpful no matter where I've gone. So yeah, call the fly shop. That's what I would say. Yep. Yeah. And I would say, you know, just try it, you know, um, like my, my first, first fly rod, I see was mentioning money and cheap stuff. The first fly rod I caught, which I probably caught hundreds of fish. Obviously I was in, you know, fish started, started fishing at my cabin, my parents' old cabin. And so we knew there was fish there. Hundreds, oh, thousands, maybe. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all, all twenty inch plus fish. Um, okay, okay, okay. No, but I mean, I spent. I think I went on eBay and I put together this rod reel line combo, um, and it was. I think I spent like thirty five dollars. I mean, it was. It was probably the worst thing in the world. Actually, I have the fly you rod. Still, I, you still got that no, rod? Charlie? No, no, I don't have the, the fly rod. It's something. Yeah, I think somebody you know shut it in the van door. But this oh, is, this oh, is oh, I have never done that. <laughs> So, oh, I gotta see if My I can center can. this. Uh, well, no, it's, John, it's really it's camouflage, so I can't really see it. <laughs> yeah, you can't. But that's that's the first shot. This was like fifteen bucks. I caught I I caught a bunch of fish on this. The drag shot. It doesn't. You know. I mean, it sounds like it still works, but it doesn't. Um, but I caught a bunch of fish on that. I mean, it was ten fifteen dollars. The rod was twenty bucks, and Steve's son shut it in my minivan door. Um, <laughs> I mean, John, what was it doing sitting in the minivan door? I mean, I don't, I don't know. It uh, sounds like you need to blame yourself. Okay, you're right. Um, but I, but I was, I'm, my Steve's son is totally fine. I've forgiven him, but I haven't forgiven <laughs> Steve yet. So. Um, the big topic yeah, is you so, fish out of a minivan. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you got four kids. Um, well, I mean, drive, drive what you can drive, you know. That's right. When John, when John's got his minivan, he's got to pull over and drink his wine cooler and uh, have a great time. <laughs> just, just live the dream. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. Oh, get heavens! This this but is yeah, called I mean, the. The tuck cast with a splash of bourbon, not a wine cooler. Splash, not, not splash yeah. of Bartles and James. Okay, I get it. <laughs> but no, just Mike, if I could give any advice is you don't, it doesn't have to be intimidating cost-wise. I mean, where, where we live in the South, you can find plenty of places where you don't need, you know, $100 waders. You don't need $300 waders. You don't need $200 boots. You can you can go out and fish and um you know, sandals and, and shorts for the, you know, for a large part of the year, you can learn how to fly fish pretty, pretty cheap. So don't like, don't let price be a barrier. Um, get out there and do it. You know, I mean, you may not love it as much as I do. You might love it a little bit and like Steve does, but, um, you know, but it's, it's fun, you know, I mean, it, to, to connect with, with outdoors and with friends and, and get, get to share and stuff like this, this is I mean, it's worth more than than the size of the fish on the other end of the line, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, that's really that's really philosophical. And thank you, Steve. That's uh, I'm I'm crying a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> really good. What what can we expect from good buddy fly fishing in 2021? Well, man, we are um, you know we're, we're sort of in a moment where we're trying to figure out. Uh, figure out the future it's a great question um we you know both of us have full-time jobs both of us have many kids um and so you know we're, we're trying to figure out like gosh how can we what, what can we do because we love making these videos um what can we do to keep this thing going forward so um you know, for right now, the answer to that question is, you know, we're, we're just going to keep publishing videos uh, when the when the occasion affords us a moment. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's in terms of long-term strategy, um, right now it's just, you know, 
get it done and get it out there because we love the community that's grown up around it. Um, we want to keep creating content for them. And, uh, uh, but yeah, that, that's about it right now. Yeah. Yeah. We got, there's a lot going on, um, you know, for both, for both of us. And so it's, it's hard, you know, this is a tough time weather wise too, um, to get out and, and really have successful time. You know, obviously we want to catch fish in our videos. Nobody wants to watch us get skunked over and over again. You know, it's okay to show it occasionally, but, um, you know, it, it's just timing. Timing is a big part of it. You know, Steve is, um, I mean, how many videos do you make a week on for history stuff? I mean, you're filming and editing three to five a week. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, we, we're both fortunate enough to work from home and, um, you know, we can make, make time when the, the time is right. And so the plan is to keep having fun to do it, you know, to do it for fun. You know, we're not, we don't make much money. I mean, anybody that makes YouTube videos knows that, that money's not that easy to come by um, from YouTube videos. So we, we really just do this for, because we enjoy, we enjoy making content we enjoy sharing our adventures and bring along, bringing people along with us. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm in it for the money, but you know, John is in it for the fun. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got, you better start catching more fish then Steve. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> How can people uh, follow good buddy fly fishing, go down those and uh, just let's inform everybody. All right. John, uh, tell them. So we got uh, uh, good buddy fly fishing on YouTube, which is, um, where all our video content is, we have uh, Instagram as well. Um, it's good buddy fly fishing Twitter, which I don't think I've ever posted on it before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, don't, don't, don't say Twitter. Yeah. yeah, don't <laughs> yeah our, our main, our main avenues for posting content are YouTube and Instagram. Instagram, Right. Okay. But yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, we don't, uh, we definitely don't flood your inbox with tons of stuff. So, um, yeah, we, we, film when we can and, and we want, we want to make it as good as, as we can. So, um, there is content to come, there's videos to come, but you know, it's just, we'll just, we'll make it happen when we can make it happen. So it's, it's, it's a blast. We love doing this. We'll uh, be sure to put your, uh, links in the description on both the uh, podcast and on the YouTube version of the podcast as well for the listeners out there if you want to go click on those you can and go give these guys a like and follow it is some good stuff um i like the fact that you keep it light uh you are who you are uh to me you represent uh just about everybody that walks through our front door on a daily basis and and it's nice and refreshing to see that so enjoy the episodes of you guys you know doing some of the uh i don't want to say traditional tackle but uh, you're going back into some of the uh, the older stuff. Your little challenge out there, and uh, uh, and obviously the review on the uh, on the freestone waders, if I'm not mistaken, there is what it was. And uh, you yep. guys have floated the Tuckasegee a couple of times in a different uh, different methods, I think. And uh, yep, I bro- mm-hmm. broke the fly rod. Oh, you did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The last one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Now that was that was a few years ago. Okay. Um, had a Saint Croix. I was drifting. I mean, we were, we were in float tubes and you, you know, it's not like you have oars. There's no way to stop. I was fighting a fish through a rapid and I look, I was wondering why I wasn't moving so much. And it's because my fly line that I had been stripping out to bring this fish in was wrapped around a log. And I looked up and I've never seen the tip of a fly rod curve so much. And oh. it just broke, broke. And it's pretty, pretty rough. So I threw around a, you know, big, big streamer the rest of the day. Cause there was no, no no tip left on my rod, so the <laughs> no, only thing I could do to get line out. But yeah, it's tough when you're out in the middle of the river and you got an hour, two hours of float left. You're you know you do what you can do, but pop a top. just get that wine cooler out (laughs) that's that's what those pockets are for then that's right they're not for fly boxes (laughs) (laughs) oh good heavens oh good heavens well that's fantastic man when the you know thank you guys for coming on here with us this afternoon this evening and taking uh you know a brief break in your busy schedule you know teaching and stuff like that it's these difficult times of course for everybody out there and it uh, certainly means a lot to us here at Tuckasegee Fly Shop and uh, we want to wish you guys the very best and 
your video endeavors and your fishing adventures. And uh, like Dell said, look forward to seeing you up here. You know, maybe go see if we can get you on a smallmouth or something like that mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah, right? I'd love it. Yeah, I'd absolutely. Love it. There's, a, there's a lot of species we've never caught, so um, definitely want to broaden our horizons for sure. Awesome. Yeah, same here. Same as well. Yeah, all of us. <laughs> yeah, we're all in that same boat, man. Yeah, there's always something else. To <laughs> always catch. something to learn for sure. Well, we're going to roll in here to a uh, to a guide tip of the week. If Bobby's got a graphic for that now, I think Bobby's been throwing up some graphics. Oh, there. Hold on. I'll by the ready, way, Shannon. by the way, as cue, we roll into up. this here in just a moment, I got the, the drifter. He, he sent me a message and said Bobby's been working on graphics. <laughs> See, and he was impressed. See, yeah. So there you go, Bobby. I'm giving you. Gotta you, change it up. I'm praising Bobby in 22 countries, I think, right now, and all around the states. At no way we're bragging on Bobby's graphics. Well, here it is. It's up. The guy tip of the week. The guy tip of the week. Guy tip of the week is when it's cold, use some toe warmers. <laughs> Shannon's toe warmers. I mean, seriously. Man, I mean, it's it's I'm getting cold. Afraid I'm gonna burn my toes off. You ever not? They're stick on toe warmers. That you know, put them yeah, on your yeah, sock. Yeah. I, I, I'm still just the really? nervous to wear them because it's really? like any moisture gets in there, it's just gonna like, like scald my foot. You no. think it's gonna like steam your little pinky no. toe? No. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a piece of broccoli just no. gone. John, Steve, you guys ever use stick on toe warmers? I have. I have used them um, on the Raven Fork before. There you go. A couple right. years ago, it was really cold, and I had bought some. And I was like, I'm gonna try it. Did it work? And they were in the. They were. Yeah, they did until they ended up in the heel of my the neoprene boot. But oh, was, gotcha. <laughs> you got to use duct tape. Off, I don't know if right. I do that. Yeah. <laughs> Be safe. <laughs> we don't want to legally. We're not. We're not legally bound for this. That's Thanks, right. Bobby. <laughs> read all the directions on the page. Read, read all the directions. They will actually. If you put them on, I put them on the top of my socks. Yeah. And uh, the other key to this, though, is make sure that you have a boot that's not, like, cramping your toes. You need that air circulation. Yeah. yeah. Now, you will eventually feel them not necessarily working. So if you start to move around, they'll reactivate. And, right, and it right. can make a difference whether you stay out there longer. So if you see Shannon shaking his leg. You're absolutely right. That's right, man. <laughs> He's really just trying to get more oxygen. I'm doing the silver shake, baby. That's it, man. <laughs> the silver shake. Hey, here, here's, another, here's another rule that I go by Uh-oh. where I don't have to use. The bonus. The the toe warmers and, okay. and singe my feet. Uh, if the rhododendrons are curled, there's a better day to fish. Unless you just drove two hours from Atlanta, <laughs> yes. and then it's That's probably right. John and Steve. Yesterday. John and Steve have got to come. They're here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we got here. If, oh. if the rhododendrons are curled up, man, it's just it's cold. They're like, dang it, Dale. <laughs> the rhodos are curled. We got to go back home. Oh, oh man. man, absolutely. Well, that's great, man. You guys have anything else to add before we hop into a fishing report? Uh, there, guys. Oh no, I don't think so. I think uh, we're just really grateful to spend the last hour with you, or yeah, ish, and uh, really glad to get to know you guys, and looking forward to coming to find some smallmouth with you. Yep. Yeah. yeah absolutely. That's awesome. Well, yeah. you're about to hear the fishing report before anybody else. Yeah. So oh, right. let's hear it. That's it. So yep, y'all yep. got y'all got a, a little little ahead of the curve here. Coach, are you going to take this one here, dude? I- <laughs> Dale I'm throwing you my, every opportunity. Yeah, man, this is my I'm trying to I'm back. trying to throw Dale back into the fire, man. I, I would be at home like laying on the couch. Yeah. And I'd be like, man, I could go like teach the kids how to cast. Nah, it's nap time again. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-four days. Yeah. Twenty-four school days. Well, no, there's a calendar at home with my kids through all this. So it I'm, sucks uh, quarantining. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, well, I'm I'm excited to be out of the house. So looking forward to getting on the water here again soon. So sweet. Are we ready, Bobby? Yeah, man, I'm ready. All right, man. Okay, hey, got a got some new stuff here for you. Ooh, I gotta oh. go to the bathroom now. <laughs> we got the fishing report here. <laughs> Just uh, let you know, man. Our guys, you know, Preston and Jarrett and then Baker, been on the water quite a bit here lately and uh, having some pretty good success. Uh, you know, Jarrett there posted some real nice pictures yesterday. <laughs> And he, I'm coming down, I'm coming down, man. Got to get in the zen moment. And uh, he had really good success on a jigged hare's ear uh, there by the number 12, where it's really good. The rubber leg patterns are working black coffee. I still hear water, Shannon. You don't hear me? Dale is, Dale is losing it. He's got to go to the bathroom. He's got <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the f- funniest fishing report ever. 
Oh my gosh! But anyway, though, but but uh, you know, olive woolly boogers have been working really good. Um, you can count on those. With the cooler weather in, I do expect that the dry fly activity is going to drop off a little bit. We do have that big cold air mass that's coming across the country. Um, we should move out of here next week. Should be a pretty good week for us. It's February, of course. If you're out there, just be prepared. Uh, make sure that you're you know have extra clothing and things like that. My go-to patterns would be an IDK. Uh, woolly bugger and olive brown or white. Don't count out black. A clown egg. Uh, once again, get into some of your zebra midges. We have some top secret midges here as well. You might have to downsize your tippet on some things and get some really good drifts, get it down deep. And uh, those fish are going to be a little bit more lethargic with that cold air coming in for sure. So so there we go. It's kind of a fishing report here from the guys at Tuckaseach Fly Shop. Sweet, man. With a new sound. I apologize if the creek was too loud. I don't care. It's like like when you fall in. It's like when you fall in the water. It's like really loud. Yeah. <laughs> hey. That never happens yeah. to nobody, right? <laughs> no, that's not, definitely not Steve. Did you wash your hands? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I didn't know I had that type of power, Dale. I've had COVID. I ain't worried about it no more. <laughs> Dale said 20 seconds. Nah, the water is still good. running. <laughs> How about some people driving, pulling over right now to go to the bathroom? <laughs> oh, I oh man, is that my fault? <laughs> maybe, maybe we do need to get add to Charmin. <laughs> Charmin, if you want to advertise, <laughs> you go. Well, good deal, man. All hearts and minds clear. Well, good show, fellas. We appreciate yeah, y'all absolutely. doing this. Um, and yeah, next time you're in the area, swing in and say hey, and we'll go fishing this absolutely. summer. Sounds yeah, we good. sure will. All right, guys, we appreciate you. Thank you, guys. All right. That wraps up another exciting and informative episode of the TuckCast with a splash of bourbon presented by Tuckasegee Fly Shop and Guide Service located at 3 Depot Street, Bryson City, North Carolina and 530 West Main Street, Silver, North Carolina. Be sure to visit www.tuckflyshop.com for streamflow information, book a guided trip, or even shop for your favorite Tuckasegee Fly Shop gear. Follow the crew on Facebook at Tuckasegee Fly Shop, Instagram at Tuck Fly Shop, and on YouTube at Tuckasegee Fly Shop. If you have a question or comment, feel free to send those to info at tuckflyshop.com or give us a call 1-828-488-3333. For Coach Dell Diesel Collins, Bobby the Bearded Wonder Bennett, I'm Shannon, Big Mess Messer. We'll catch you next week. Be sure to catch a few fish out there, won't you? Y'all take care. <laughs>